And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Mythbits. You made an excellent choice. G'day from SA. This is Tim with episode 218 of the World of Mythbits. Welcome listeners, this is the madly put together review edition of Magazine 116, the bumper February, March, let's try it again, February, March edition of uh, the World of Myth magazine, uh, and what a magazine it has proven to be. Before we get into that though, uh, before we get into my... Uh, uh, incredibly um, smashed together um, review of everything over the last two days uh, because leading up to Easter and Happy Easter to everybody. Uh, by the time this goes to air, I'm sure that we've all had our fill of yummy, yummy chocolate eggs, visits from the Easter Bunny. Um, thoughts, those of us that are, uh, are Christian uh, thoughts of the religious connotations um, relating to the uh, the four day period, uh, and for those of us who are not religious, um, just the uh, hopefully the chance to enjoy the company of family and friends, uh, and just to mung out on uh, on chocolate, an excuse to uh, to eat, drink, and be merry. So. Um, before we get on to that, uh, the review of Magazine 116, just wanted to get into some quick housekeeping, uh, duh, 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 if I can find it, here we go. So, just wanted you all to know, first off the cuff, uh, our uh, fearless and amazing CEO of Dark Myth Publishing, uh, Chief Editor Steph, aka Looper, how will be taking a well-earned break over the month of April. So hopefully you're relaxing, hopefully you're kicking back, and hopefully you're listening to uh, this wonderful podcast. Um, Lupa, we, uh, we hope that you come back um, folk refocused, um, ready, uh, prepared to, to jump right in. Got a, uh, a couple of book launches coming up for uh, for May, one from Walter, one from me, uh, and a long, long list of other projects that are happening. Um, a few other things that are happening regarding the magazine, uh, but I will get onto that, uh, cover that off very, very shortly. But just wanted you all to know that uh, that Looper is uh, is on holidays at this present moment in time throughout the month of April. So, uh, wishing you all the best, rest up, uh, have a wonderful time, um, and um, yeah, we, uh, we will see you on the other side of that. So now, um, we also have, here we go, from Dave, so Dave's stepping in, um, so he said, Cliff Flint's award-winning book, Promise Rewards, 
is on sale at MythMart. So go check that out. Go check out the uh, the other amazing books uh, and other things that are available through uh, Dark Myth Publishing, um, the comic books, uh, also Jim Bates' book as well. Um, and uh, there's uh, Steph's book, there's Peggy's book, there's um, a whole range of other amazing books. Uh, independent publishing is... Uh, is on the forefront, is on the rise, and it's a, a good, good time to be alive and be a creator. Uh, yes, so make sure that you jump on MythMart, make sure you check those out. Uh, Dark Myth Comics team are trying to arrange a special edition of American Smash for Free Comic Day on May 6th. So that's kind of cool. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, the guys at Dark Myth Comics do an amazing job on American Smash, very, very amusing, uh, very tongue-in-cheek. Um, also, MythMart's warehouse relocation to Wisconsin has begun. As stock has been sent to the new warehouse, Jeff Young, the new general manager, has been supplied with new equipment as well to better the performance of receiving orders and making sure they are sent out on an acceptable time. So that's kind of cool as well. The um, sort of the behind-the-scenes stuff uh, Dark Myth has identified the uh, the need to improve in that area and they're investing in um, giving Jeff what it is that he needs to be able to meet all of our orders and, uh, yeah, to get them sent out all over the world uh, within a, um, a decent amount of time. So that's kind of cool. The JZO Modcast Network... Uh, has restarted our audio advertisement campaign. The new listings is as follows. $35, I assume that's $35 US. $35 will get you 100 plays slash downloads for one month. The audio ad will be played on each of the network shows, which is five. Once the ad hits 101 plays, downloads, you only pay 10 cents per play download there after that. Most of 2023 is already filled uh, and only has slots open for two months. And then the World of Myth magazine will be changing mediums following April's issue. So there will be an issue at the end of this month, I believe. So get your stories, poems, artwork, reviews, send them in. The magazine will go on a short hiatus after April while we ask for... So you can continue to send submissions though. Um, on September 24th is the aim for when the magazine will come back uh, and it will return in a new e-reader format able to be read on any tablet or phone plus we will be offering each issue in a print version as well so not quite sure of the price on the print issue at the moment Um, but that will of course depend on how many stories how many poems, how much artwork um, the, I assume the reviews will go in to the print edition as well. Um, yeah, so keep an eye out for that. And also, uh, the last day to submit your pictures for the open contract challenge is April 30th. So those of us who have already popped in a pitch, fingers are crossed, good luck. Hopefully, um, the, uh, the top 10 spots, yeah, hopefully we'll see our names in the top 10 spots and if 
there they think that there's like a, a a good pitch that's sort of outside that top 10 hopefully somebody will get slotted into the wild card spot as well and it'll be the 11 battling it out but we won't know until after the 30th of April so if you haven't sent in your pitch yet you can certainly send one in still up to the 30th of April um yeah, and I think that's what we've got for housekeeping. Do, 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 do. Yes, that looks like it might be it. So then, on to the review of magazine number 116, the February-March edition of the World of Myth magazine. And straight off the bat, epic cover. Gale power to the max, so I can't wait to sort of delve down into the gallery and discover who this epic artist is. And I love the fact that regardless of your talent, um, how great you are at producing art, whether it's hand-drawn or digital art or whatever it is, the world of myth is a place where you can share. Um... I think uh, it's incredible young artists. Zoe uh, Montoya is a, a great example of that. Regularly putting in like at least like, well, definitely once a month. So once a month we're getting a piece from Zoe and we're seeing how she develops as an artist, um, how she's playing around with ideas and that sort of thing. And hats off to you, Zoe. I reckon you're doing an amazing job. But it's great to see these other artists as well. Uh and um, yeah, from, from there we're getting these magnificent, incredible covers. And I wonder how it's going to work with the print edition uh, and the E. Oh, something else I, uh, I asked Dave, will the E edition, the, the, um, the E-mag that you can sort of download to your phone and your tablet, will that be free to access? And Dave's given me the thumbs up and said, yep. So uh, at the moment... The print edition will cost, um, but the uh, the ebook or the the emag. Um, but I assume that means that you won't be able to. It won't be a website anymore, so you won't be able to check it out on your laptop. So uh, that's something that I'll definitely have to uh, to investigate because I love the world of Myth Magazine. Um, so much variety, so incredible pieces. Um, but back focus. So I've made some notes. Uh, just to say thank you Looper an honest intro from Looper uh, thank you for mentioning my story and thank you for uh, hinting at yours as well I think um, incredibly brave to, to share that sort of information um, another survivor and you can sort of feel that energy from Looper she's, uh, she's definitely a fighter definitely doesn't give up uh, I know um, it's definitely time for you to take a break, but you will come back stronger um, and more focused and more, even more amazing. So, uh, so thank you. Um, just wanted to say I'm honoured to be featured in this, the February-March uh, bumper edition of the magazine. Congratulations to Dawn de Brawl, the amazing, incredibly talented Dawn de Brawl for her third member of the month for a brilliant story, New Year's Resolution. So congratulations to you, Dawn. And I see you've got uh, a few pieces, I think, in the 
uh, Feb March edition that may also get you a members of the month. But I also see going through reviewing all the pieces, I can see that poetry is uh, is quite well supported uh, this time around. So good luck to all the poets. Good luck to all the uh, the short story and drabble writers uh, and the flash fiction too, um, and the artworks as well. Hopefully, um, one of the artworks will get up and uh, and do well. Um, just wanted to say, yeah, by bumper we mean bumper. There's uh, eight pieces of Drabble and Flash, 17 stories, 17 poems, uh, seven artworks, um, and a couple of reviews as well. So in the last couple of days, I've had time, I've made time, found time to actually jump on and start to review. Uh, and yeah, it... I've had to keep it short and sweet, people. I'm sorry because there was so much. There's so much going on in my life at the moment, work-wise, um, family-wise. We've got my uh, my son's birthday coming up. We've got Easter, of course. Um, I just discovered that uh, I'm working on Mother's Day, so I'm in kind of a little bit in the bad books. But um, I uh, yeah, because uh, here in Australia we have Mother's Day on the second Sunday of May uh, and that just so happens to be my working weekend unfortunately but um, like Looper I do have some time off from work coming up so I'm hoping that in uh, in June uh, I've got the month off then hopefully I will be able to get a lot of writing done I've got a lot of writing projects that I need to catch up on uh, and I'm not sure but uh, I might be behind in some uh, hopefully ahead in others but I might be behind in some but anyway on to the review so starting off with Drabble and Flash uh, and Genius 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 Loki 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 it's Avery Hunter I love your titles uh I love like the the Latin and the Norse and the the different languages. Um, this title sounds familiar for a um, a flash. Uh, sorry, a travel call with uh, with another indie company that uh, that I know you are involved in. Um, but it's lovely to hear that. Uh, that this story actually came about from um, a few years ago, I think, a um, a writing challenge in a uh, in a writers group, and this story is just sort of popped into your head. So, jump, jump, jump. We begin. So, just my review on this piece. We begin with pure. Oh, I cannot even read my writing. Ah, yes, we begin with pure wickedness and end with a hunger that is sedated for only so long. Oh, the, I, I loved the, uh, the evil premise of this story. This was incredibly well done, well written, short, certainly not sweet, but it left me as a reader very satisfied. Uh, and then on to Newlings by Kate McDonald Dunbar. And this is uh, the first of many a piece that Kate features in, uh, in this edition of the World of Myth magazine. 
I just wanted to say, Kate, I love this one. The new discover they can learn much from those who are older. And I think that's probably a lesson in life in general. If the young just stop for a moment to listen and discover what it is that uh, that we, the older, and then the older than us uh, actually know, um, I think that uh, perhaps the world could be a much, much better place. But I think you've captured the uh, the idea of, of youth and experience very well in this story. So well done, Kate. Uh, then Dolphins by Jim Bates. And I've got a short but sweet tale from a master storyteller. Jim, I love your dolphins. They're so cool. Uh, judge, jury and executioner, I suppose. Very, very clever. What a great story. And then Jake's Visit to India by Gabriella Balcom. Such a vicious and yet justifiable fate to befall the, uh, this young tourist. Never mess with something you don't understand. That, I think, is what I get from this story. And I think it is a lesson that perhaps we all need to learn. Then, Alien of Orchard Lake by Jim Bates. Um, I love these teasers, Jim. You do a great job with them. Uh, You get us intrigued about the story. Uh, And just a reminder that um, Aliens of Orchard Lake is on MythMart, available to buy through uh, Dark Myth Publishing. And um, yeah, if you haven't got your copy, make sure you jump on. Make sure you check it out. Then we've got Mrs. Malicious. And I love this title. It just works so well. Mrs. Malicious by Gabriella Balcom. Uh, Great to see you again, Gabriella. Very talented storyteller. Uh, Such an interesting story, this one. I got uh, got Roald Dahl vibes, uh, Matilda vibes with this one, uh, and certainly not in a bad way. I thought this was uh, was very cleverly written, very well done, but you made it your own as well. Great job. Then I woke up to pee by Puneet Kumar, uh, and I see that there are a few pieces from Puneet as well. Uh, what a clever tale! Oh, what a clever tale, Puneet. Um, a great twist. As always, you always write such interesting stories uh, and there's always uh, like an unexpectedness to it as well. So keep up the great work. Looking forward to seeing what you submit for April as well, my friend. A great writer, very clever writer. Uh, A Different Kind of P by Peggy Gerber. Uh, And Peggy Peggy does great... um, fun vampire type stories um this one here i just got here very clever peggy i'm a fan of peas myself but can't say i've tried beets unless it's beetroot is that what beets is like beet beets are beets are beetroot maybe like purple or red in color the in which case my wife loves beetroot and uh there's uh, nothing more Aussie, like nothing more Australian than having beetroot and egg on a, um, a beef burger as well. Um, yes, I thought this was a great story, Peggy. Very, very clever as always. Uh, but no vampires this time. 
And then we move on to Children's Lit uh, in the Bowels of the Capital. And this one's by me. Uh, this is B's story continuing. Um, with this one, I actually wanted to focus away from the main party uh, and I wanted to come back to one of the minor characters. So hopefully you get a chance to give it a read. Uh, and yeah, hopefully you enjoy it. And if you do read the stories, um, the uh, view the artwork, the poetry, um, check out the reviews, make sure that you leave a comment. If you can, leave, leave some stars as well. Uh, if you've really enjoyed it, five stars, four stars. Um, if you sort of have some ideas of what may improve something, um, I mean, that's your, your personal opinion. Uh, but we're all writers, we're all creators, and if there's a way that we can help each other to be even better at what it is that we do and what we love doing, um, I, I don't really see any harm in, uh, in that constructive encouragement. Um, as long as it's not destructive. Um, but anyway, you, you know what feels right and, uh, and what would help you so what would maybe help other writers? But yeah, I've, I've, uh, I hope that you take the opportunity to, uh, to go through and, uh, yeah, and check different pieces out. Check out your favourite authors, uh, favourite creators. Um, and yeah, also, yeah, make sure that you, uh, you communicate, you leave those comments. Um, and yeah, if you've got the chance, pop some stars on. Moving on to another piece by Kate McDonald Dunbar, The Frog. The prin- and the Princess. Uh, well done, Kate, on a fun retelling of an old classic. I thought this was quite cleverly done. So, good job, Kate. I enjoyed it. And then on to fantasy. Oh, sorry, but back to Kate's story. Um, yeah, it's an uh, it's, uh, in- interesting subject matter. Um, a uh, Certainly not what I would think would be... Uh, for a young young child, but certainly like my um, my nieces are like around the seven seven to ten, yeah. The um, definitely a, a a fun children's story. One of those ones that an uh, an adult can share and sort of get a uh, a bit of a smirk, a bit of a giggle out of uh, as well. Now on to fantasy. Queen Guinevere reflects. On Her Hen Night by Alan Ashley. This one made me smile, Alan. Uh, A great reflection on myth and mirth, with tongue firmly placed in cheek. I thought that this was was quite amusing um, and a uh, a very interesting look at what we know of the Arthurian myth uh, and legend the way that things pan out, uh, what happens after the wedding, and uh, and how that uh, love triangle develops and that sort of thing. The uh, yeah, the, the the story that you've told is a a great premise. Uh, sort of hints at different things. Um, just yeah, very very clever. Well done, Alan. Very clever. And then me again, Pietra's Tale, uh, number 23, I believe. Um, 
Petra and her army draw closer to the human lands uh, and a surprise decision is made in this chapter. Uh, I'm thinking at the moment of um, chapter 24, what's going to happen next. And what I love most about this story is that although I've sort of got little snippets of ideas, I won't know until I actually open up the kit, the, the laptop and start to type where Payetra is going to take me, um, whether it's going to be encouragement from her, her friends and supporters or whether there's another life lesson for her to learn. Uh, and knowing that the magazine is going to go for a uh, a long hiatus as a lot of changes happen uh, getting it ready for um, for e-magazine version and for um, the, the print edition as well, which I'm pretty excited about. It's an opportunity maybe for me to start looking at other characters and other stories and how they weave in um, as I'm sort of thinking about finishing up this tale and looking to produce it as a novel, as a sequel to the 11th tome, my first fantasy novel in the uh, the series of The Prophecies of Andropole. So hopefully you give it a look, hopefully you enjoy it, um, and yeah, hopefully whatever happens next will uh, we'll be uh, just as entertaining. And then we move on to Horror and Clara by Clint Wesling? Wesling, sorry Clint, I uh, I cannot read the scroll. Um, Clara is definitely the name of the story though, and uh, I have to say, this was frightening, uh, frightful and engaging. Such an interesting story. I, um, yeah, I, uh, I thought that this was a, a great tale of terror. The, uh, the hinting at the monster and the relationships between the characters and yeah i uh as a uh, as a fan of terror i quite like this one a lot um then by dawn de Braille, never pick up a hitchhiker this is a great modern day tale of terror well done dawn loved it you truly are a master at this kind of uh, kind of story, I uh, I was most impressed, as I always am when I read your pieces. And then action suspense. This one's by me. Uh, Monster or not? This one's the featured uh, featured article for uh, February March, and I'm honoured to uh, to be featured. And uh, I think this is a very important story to tell. Uh, so hopefully you take the opportunity to read it, and yeah, hopefully I I mean it's not realistic, uh, but sadly some of it may be realistic. Um, may that this the sort of thing that that happens to uh, to my main character, sadly and frighteningly does happen, and it needs to stop. But it's the the impossible dream to uh, to try and stop it. And then we move on to another by Dawn DeBrow, solving the murder of Winona Hawkins. Uh, 
twists and turns, a great mystery. You are just too good, Dawn. You are, you are such a great storyteller. And, uh, and this one here was, uh, was quite clever. I, uh, it, uh, it's felt familiar, but also it had your own voice to it as well. So, uh, so great job. Then All My Yesterdays by Kathleen Chamberlain. What a great piece of reflection. Thank you for sharing these memories, Kathleen. I think, uh, yeah, one, wonderful, wonderful. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm so pleased that you were able to choose the World of Myth magazine as a place to share. Then The Case of the Missing Body, Part 2 of 2 by Gabriella Balcom. Another one by Gabriella. And I was really looking forward to, after enjoying uh, and being intrigued by Part 1 of this story. Um, yeah, the notes I have here, I loved both parts of this story, but especially Part 2. Nothing like an ending that makes you smile. So uh, I love the way that you wrapped everything up with this one, Gabriella. And that everything that you hinted at in part one, you sort of explained in part two, but in such a clever way. So, uh, so well done and thank you. Then Deep in the Jungle by Destiny Eve Pfeiffer, I think it is. Um, I love Destiny's work. I think that you are a very talented writer and uh, I, uh, I love the passion that you have for sharing stories, Destiny. So this is a great quest that seemed likely doomed from the start. And I think that you, uh, you told your story very well, highlighted the, uh, the fool, and we could all sort of follow how what started out as something hopeful uh, ended um, the way that it did. Then, One Morning in a Cemetery by Punit Kumar. Punit, you have featured a few times in, uh, in this edition of uh, the World of Myth magazine. And congratulations to you. This one, such a sad and interesting story. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Punit. The, um, yes. This, uh, this one here, yeah, did did leave, did, did sort of pull me in that melancholy direction. And then Tom Fowler, the, uh, the epic continues in the midst of normalcy. Such a cast of characters, Tom. Um, any one of them, a possible killer. So, uh, well done once again. Allowing us to explore more the uh, the characteristics of each personality, how they interact, how they link together. Um, this is certainly building up, but I've I've got a feeling that we are a long, long way from getting into the guts and the gore uh, of the uh, the actual murder. Um, so looking forward to seeing how this continues to unfold. And then on to sci-fi and 
Doug Burton and the End of the World Again by James Rumpel. This was such a clever story. Quirky with some great characters. Yeah, I love these characters, James. I thought that you did really, really well uh, and wasn't how I expected it to end, but very clever, very, very well done. So that's it for sci-fi and then on to humour. Happy Year of the Megabyte. This one is a gremlin story by me uh, and I had lots and lots and lots of fun with this one. I find writing gremlin stories so enjoyable and this one was no exception. So please, if you get an opportunity, jump on, have a look. Um, if you uh, if you have read a few of my gremlin stories, the poems that I, I've submitted as well, uh, hopefully you enjoy them. Hopefully you think that it's worth a, a look. Lots and lots and lots to choose from in this bumper bumper edition. And I'd be honoured if uh, if you did uh, take a bit of a peek and uh, and leave a comment for me. Then, Penguins Have Gods Too by Dave Clark. Such a funny tale, Dave. Love religion. Oh, I love religion with a twist. Uh, and this is certainly religion with a twist. This was, uh, was clever. I don't know where you came up with the idea. Um, I'm reading through, uh, the way that prayers work, the, uh, the poke, the fun you've poked at humanity, um, and the, uh, the simplicity of, uh, of penguins. And then I live with four cats, Dave. I don't know how many cats you've got, but honestly, uh, uh, I think I know cats and I think you know them too. So well done. Well played, my friend. Well played. And then uh, the final one for humor is Nose by Doug Hawley. Clever and funny with some great advice. Thank you, Dave. Oh, thank you, Doug. Sorry. Sorry, Dave. Sorry, Doug. Um, I, uh, I thought this was, uh, was very well done. Um, such a great story, such a clever imagination, uh, and just brilliant. Utterly brilliant. And then smashing on through it into poetry. And we've got 17 pieces of poetry. Starting off with Dreamy by Mihaela Melnik. Uh, and I've read a few pieces, I reckon, by Mihaela before. And they're always... They always capture you, capture the imagination, capture the heart. Uh, very emotional pieces. Um, this one here, I'd say, beautiful piece, a beautiful piece of poetry, Mahela. Uh, bewitched. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I've got there is just beautiful. Just this, yeah. I, I, yeah. Uh, check it out, definitely. Uh, you will not be disappointed. And um, the next one, Bewitched by the Wishing Well by Glow Kirk. Um, 
mesmerizing and beautifully told. This is more of a traditional um, myth type poem. And um, yeah, it was like really well done. And then on to Numbers and Letters by me. This one here I wrote for my darling daughter, uh, our middle child, um, Nen. Not a uh, not a massive fan of mathematics, uh, but she's starting to get it now. She's in a different class with a different teacher, and um, now she's finding that English, where she was, uh, she preferred English over mathematics. She's now finding there's a bit of a switch that she's now in the right sort of grey, the right sort of mathematics for. Um, her ability uh, and and where she's at with her uh, with her confidence uh, and she's got a great teacher as well so this poem was inspired by Nen and the maths teacher that she has this year and then she is by Raquel or Rachel Raquel Raquel I like that that's a that's a beautiful name. Uh, Raquel Lesson. Short, but so descriptive. The bee's sting burns hot. Yes, I thought this was uh, just a, a vision uh, captured in so few words, but told brilliantly. Then, the mission on... Consiglimi, I think, by John Gray. Uh, and that probably means something to many of you, but uh, I have to admit, I have jumped on and I've just reviewed based on the words themselves. Like with um, the, uh, the genius loci uh, story, uh, I, I haven't had a chance to actually do the proper research that I uh, I'm most often do to sort of jump on, have a look, see what I can find out about the background, the influence, the why, what this may mean to the writer, may mean to the poet. Uh, so I'm really sorry, John. But um, just, uh, just the notes I've got here for this poem, the, the, they picked... The wrong people for that job is basically what I've got there. Uh, and I'm sure looking back over the poem, hopefully that makes some sort of sense. Uh, a Valentine for everyone. Kate, you're back again. Kate McDonald Dunbar. A true love story told across the ages. Beautifully written, beautifully told. Uh, I hope, Kate, that uh, that I have I've found a, uh, a soulmate, a beautiful wife. We've got three lovely kids. We've made our home uh where we've created our life and i hope in years and years from now um that she and i my sweet dove and i are uh, just as you say finishing off our life just like a poem uh just like a valentine for everyone and i wish that for for all then we have kalite apollo and daphne by Dr. Elizabeth V. Koshi. A well thought out and told reflection on myths of old. Um, 
I like this. I thought this was very, very cleverly written, very, very cleverly told. Um, looking back on um, the uh, yeah the, the Greek myths, uh, the way that the gods interact, um, there's yeah a, a lot in there um, that was just a uh, a beautiful, brilliant reflection. Uh, I'm just jumping online to do, do, do the magazine. Do, there we are. Just because I know I got to the point with... Oh, there's that brilliant cover again. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. It just oozes gel power. So I just know that I've only got written notes on... Where are we? Here we go. So... I've only got written notes on... Up to... This next one, Water Goes Where It Wishes, by Cindy Rarini. Uh, and I've got here, such inspiring words, the great power of the aqua spirit. That's what I got from that one. Um, so thank you, Cindy. A, uh, yes, a, a brilliant poem, well written. And then we've got Symphonic Waste by Strider Marcus Jones. And I read this one last night after doing the online shopping. I'm just going to pop down. I love Strider. Love the the cool, laid-back look of your photo. I reckon you would be a cool dude to meet. And the way that you write your poetry, um, there's no sort of you're you're a very furry spirit is uh is the the gist that I get and uh and this one in particular is no exception so I've got here I'm just going to cheat a little bit I'm going to jump down and I'm going to say my comment on this was very poetic strider quite the vision you uh you were born a poet I believe uh and I reckon there's a second poem in here somewhere by you that uh that i uh i'm jumping on prematurely to review the magazine i've just realized that uh that i haven't actually read through all the poems and i am very very sorry um on to poem number 11 though fighting digital demons with analog tools by mike mike lutz and i remember this one distinctly uh this is uh this made me smile Mike, uh, but cringe as well. I um, I hear your pain. Uh, I hear the uh, the fountain pen must flow again. The uh, the typewriter tap. There's there's far too much digital, I think, and um, I'm uh, I'm glad to hear that there's warriors like you out there, Mike, that are fighting the good fight against everything turning digital. So I guess you'll be pleased, my friend, to hear that the World of Myth magazine is uh, coming out in a, uh, a paper form. 
that we will be able to purchase. That's uh, that's kind of cool. Very uh, very good news for people who like the analog. And then Evening Song Two by Kathleen Chamberlain, another one by Kathleen. And I'm gonna have to jump on. I'm sorry. I did leave a comment after reading it, so I'm just gonna jump down here and uh, and have another quick look. Where are we? My. Uh, what a vision, Kathleen, makes passing on to the next life seem like a dream come true. And then there's a few lovely comments here by others. And I'm so happy to see that. So happy to see that others are jumping on and actually leaving stars and leaving comments that's what we need that's how we encourage our, our creators to create more to submit more to uh, to be inspired to uh, to share so jumping through again down to do, do, do. Be Still by Kate McDonald Dunbar. Am I up to that one? Yes, I must be. So Evening Song 2 was Kathleen Chamberlain. Be Still by Kate McDonald Dunbar. What's this one, Kate? Please remind me. It was only yesterday that I had a look at it. Was it yesterday or last night? Let's see. Ah, yes. Wow. What a poem this one is. Yeah, so I've just got here uh, so many poems about life and death, and of them all, this one makes me sad. It it does, and it's interesting to see the comments from other readers as well. Yes. And it's great to see uh, a comment there from, from Glow, one of the other uh, contributors as well from the magazine, and I think, Glow, I reckon this was the first time, if I remember, that you've submitted to the World of Myth, or the first time that I've reviewed anything by you. Um, but we're not focused on you at the moment, Glow. We are focused on... Do, do, do. Kate, uh, with Be Still. Uh, and yeah, it's another, like, a real melancholy sort of feel to this one. Uh, and then Pangs of Separation... This is by Puneet Kumar, another piece by Puneet. And it's great to see the, um, the like influence from other parts of the world as well. This was very spiritual? Yes, yeah. That's basically what I said. Just very spiritual, this piece. Um, it I I felt like I'd been not changed, but affected by uh, by reading it. So thank you for sharing that, Benit. Uh, and yeah, looking forward to seeing what you uh, what you send in next. Then Finn by Avery Hunter. 
and I think this is uh, a uh, exploration of the darkness. This is uh, I love the stuff that Avery sends in. Yes, this is uh, yeah. What did I say here? What a way to truly end. This is like end of the world type stuff. If if Oblivion is this poetic, I hope I'm there to see it. The that's a little uh, tongue in cheek nod to you, uh, Avery. Thank you very much for this uh, this very very interesting, um, possible vision of uh, of how it all does come to uh, to Finn. And I guess cleverly it may be seen uh Finn in uh in the uh the multiple um understandings of uh of that word um of that premise. Then Life is Flamenco by Strider. Strider Marcus Jones again. Another poem by you, my friend. And uh I have to say I did only give this one a brief glance last night. I like this, the rhyming element. Why can't I walk as far and smoke more tobacco or play my Spanish guitar like Paco? Putting rhythms and feelings without old ceilings you've never heard before in a word. I like this. This flows but has feeling and emotion behind it um yeah this every time i read something by you um strider i get that that sense that you live your life as a poet uh, and you see poetry in everything um this is uh this is quite the uh quite the vision and the emotional roller coaster I will have to make sure that I jump back left some stars for you my friend and I will just have to make sure that I jump back and uh and leave a review as well and then the final piece of poetry that we've got to review is smart and Ready Wins the Race by Ken Goss, I think it is. And uh, Ken is a fairly regular submitter to the world of myth. Uh, and I like Kev's... Uh, I like Ken's... Sorry, Ken. I like Ken's very clever um, pieces that he, uh, he sends. Makes you think. Yes, I and I love the way that Ken sort of picks a uh, a story that we all know and a story that we've sort of grown up with, and um, yeah, the uh, the fact that he sort of gives it his own feel, his own sense, his own twist. Yeah, I like that. We're ready for more by you, Ken. Definitely, uh, educate us through uh, through story and poem. 
and then onto the art gallery. And uh, once again, we've got a piece in the youth art gallery by Zoe. <sighs> Lovely sunset, uh, Zoe M. Montoya. And I love the simplicity of this digital art that you've chosen to share with us this time, Zoe. Um, I can see uh, it's not the uh, the incredible country mash of yellows and oranges and reds and purples and all sorts of sort of coming together. This is this is a city sunset. This is uh, you can see the high rise. You can see um, yeah, all all the elements are there. Uh, and brilliantly done, brilliantly done. The layers of colours, um, and yeah, just fun, 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 fun. And um, then we're on to nothing to see here. Uh, this is our cover piece, I reckon, and um, this is... Yes... Broyana, Ananiva, uh, and uh, I hear that Broyana also uh, does some of the uh, the artwork for book covers too. So uh, I'll just sort of leave that comment out there, um, and uh, just give a bit of an excited smirk. So uh, Broyana, brilliant, amazing, incredible. Um, I love this, the whole, this picture screams to me, girl power, kick ass, don't mess with me, um, and yeah, but it's basically show your respect and move along, uh, and I, uh, I tip my hat to you, you've done an amazing job, and of course, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant cover for uh for uh this uh bumper edition of the magazine and then creation by god's power patrick and i loved this piece god's power you are a great artist great vision um very very clever the the way that you've sort of shown that element of creation is it creation of the world or is it creation of a child or uh, there's lots and lots to sort of unpack here um and yeah brilliant brilliant and then we move on to my piece um like bringing a dragon to a helicopter fight and i don't know this this idea just sort of popped into my head and i just wanted to share it with you all um so yeah, hopefully you get the gist. I'm, I mean, I can't say that I, uh, I am probably the greatest artist. I, uh, I like playing around with different ideas and I'm working on another idea now, which I'll hopefully get in in time for, uh, for April, um, looking at different creative techniques. Uh, so hopefully I can take my art to the next level, the next step. Um, but yeah, this one here was just sort of a step along the way, one that I uh, I wanted to get from my mind to the page, to the people. So um, yeah, hopefully you have a look uh, and hopefully you enjoy it. Then Things to Come by Idris Yusuf. Let's have a look at this one.
pretty sure I've seen it already to have a bit of a look and a review. Yes, yes. I uh I love this. It's at first it comes across as simplistic with the the whole the black and white um I guess it's a pen uh ink um but the the level of detail in the characters' faces and in the in the images um I just you're an incredible artist and you've just done a fantastic job in this instance so well done and thank you for sharing with uh the world of myth magazine and then here we go the penultimate piece welcome ah how sexy is this piece this is very uh what did i say i left a comment on this one what did i say what can you say uh um yeah basically uh yeah so you know what's wrong and yet i don't know what else to say about this but connie well done the you always produce very eye-catching and it's it's pencil it looks like pencil um you've captured so much in this picture uh yeah wow you are you are so talented ah that's the the sort of demon or or devil that i imagine like a uh, definitely a temptress that one and then Dark Knight of the Ninja by Ed Bickford. And I liked this one. This one was uh, just oozed cool. Well done, Ed. Thank you for sharing. Um, I can see this ninja uh, completing a, uh, a mission. Um, very cool. And then smashing through the reviews... We've got an audio interview with Kate McDonald Dunbar uh, by Kevin Mythmaster Adams. And the interviews by uh, the Mythmaster are always fun. I remember fondly uh, being eaten by dinosaurs in, uh, in, my, um, in my interview with uh, the Mythmaster. And... Um, the the funny thing was i think we we chatted about uh platypuses uh and um australian kyokalisms um yeah you you never know where an interview with the mythmaster is going to go so make sure that you check out the uh the the one with kate um and kate has featured many many times in uh in this edition of the magazine and other editions as well so uh, so make sure you check that out. Make sure that you support Kate. Doing a great job. And then the podcast, of course, The World of Myth Bits. Um, I don't know why Steph's, like, Looper's Bits isn't featured in here as well. And then there's the movie review 
of IFC Films, My New Source of Entertainment by Kyle Dobbs. I don't know, Steph, if you were able to jump in and do a movie review as well. Uh, and then there's the general, the movie reviewer that usually reviews movies. He's like dressed as a, a goblin or a gremlin or something like that. Uh, but jumping into uh, Kyle Dobbs, I have to say that um, I uh, I haven't yet been able to have a look at that. So where are we? So a review of IFC Films. Must have been a very long time. I do watch films. Stumbled across the film industry by the name of the IFC Films. I've never heard of IFC Films. So this will be interesting for me. No idea what I was in for. I'd watch films by Warner Brothers, Universal, Paramount. I mean the 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 usuals. Um, the um, the one that uh, that Kubrick and um, ah, uh, yes, the um, yeah, there are there are a lot of well known film uh, film industries film companies, but IFC I can't say is one of them for me, and obviously obviously it's uh. Not a uh, a very well known one for Kyle either. I don't know if anybody else has heard of them before, but here we go. Scroll, looked at their selection. Scroll to the list of actors. Where are we? Authors. Some of the most important writers in. Okay. I think. Interesting. Sounds like they're. Uh, they're very interesting sort of films focuses. Um, they're yeah, the uh, biographies of writers in a film version. Something diff, something different. Yeah. So uh, I know um, a lot of us uh, as creators aren't always into the mainstream. So uh, IFC films could be something that uh, yeah that you're uh, you're interested in uh, in checking out, and I love the reviews. Uh, the review section is a a way that I always open my mind to new opportunities, um, and obviously this is uh, this is no exception. So well done, Kyle. Thank you for sharing. And then we've got a review of Tua Forstrom's One Evening in October by Michael A. Arnold. And Michael always does a great job. And then we've got a review of Anenas Flight from Troy by Federico Barocci by Michael A. Arnold as well. So uh, we'll jump into the book review first of all. And Michael always opens my eyes to uh, to new opportunities uh, to learn, to uh, to discover. Uh, and I, I love the fact that sometimes I will hear about something or I will know about 
something or think I know about something and the depth that Michael delves into uh, a particular topic, a particular author or a particular artist and the the whys and the hows and uh, and that sort of thing. I uh, I have a lot of respect for you, Michael. You uh, you open my eyes to uh, to some great opportunities. One evening in October, I rode out on the lake. Is a long title, which is strange. Yeah. Okay, so this is this looks like it's a recent publication by Blood Axe Books. I can't say I've actually heard of Blood Axe Books. Which is probably my bad because they've been around for a while. Been around for as long as I've been alive. Which is 40 odd years. Um, yeah. Interesting review, Michael. As always, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, and hopefully many of us do take the opportunity to sort of jump on and have a look. There's always a lot to learn and this is no exception yeah brilliant job once again Michael thank you so much uh, and I look forward to going back and uh, and giving that a uh, a decent read and leaving a comment as well so now on to the final review and the uh, the final piece review of One Evening in October by Tua Forstrom, I believe it is. Well, no, you know what I reckon I've done is I've clicked on the wrong link or I've got the wrong link sending me in the wrong direction. Where are we? Let's see what this has done. Okay. Aha. Ah, classic piece of artwork, this one. Ah, oh, and I love the fact that my laptop has decided stupidly to zoom right in. Um, I have been uh, clicking and trying to, um, yes, to, to try and uh, work out what I've done wrong. But this has actually enabled me to really examine the figures in the background and you can see that this is a picture of people fleeing from battle uh, and fleeing you can see the flames the city's in flames there's a soldier with some sort of a, a sword or a club that's sort of coming through to, to club somebody in the background there's dropped weapons and flags and ah the ah this is um fleeing from the uh the trojan war from the 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 sacking of troy 
Ah, uh, this is great. Uh, and I love this review, the way that you've really got into, um, yeah, and then the next piece, the nativity, oh, you can see the, um, the, the, the way that he, the artist has captured the stable, oh, the, I, I love the way, Michael, that you take us to these pieces that we may not necessarily know or or may not be familiar with or may not have decided to go and investigate and you you open our world to um beautiful things uh to to things that we never knew that we were missing out on that uh that we know now um and Oh, I just I just want to say thank you and looking forward to um, where you take us next in uh, at the end of April, at the end of this month. But uh, that's me signing off, going through a uh, a bumper edition of the um, of the podcast this time because it is indeed a bumper edition of the magazine. Uh, and please, please make sure that you send your pieces in for um, for the April magazine, uh, and hopefully we can be uh, a great big um, bumper edition once again. And looking forward to uh, seeing what amazing piece makes the cover, uh, and then super excited about the opportunity for September and seeing uh, how whether the uh, the e cover. For um for the magazine, will how it will translate to uh, to in print publication as well. So uh, something for the dark myth team to get their heads around. Challenge after challenge after challenge. Um, just wanting to say sign off with all the best to you, Steph. Uh, have a great break. In uh, enjoy your April, uh, your April holiday. And um, sending lots of love, sending lots of creative vibes out there to you all. And uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing what we all come up with next. Bye for now.